Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with bride Vanessa Kinney about her at-home wedding with Disney Touches. And I know for a lot of couples, they are just not able to have a wedding at Walt Disney World or Disneyland, usually because they want to be able to have their whole family there. So I thought you'd like to hear Vanessa's story to find out ways that you might be able to incorporate Disney in your at-home wedding. Welcome, Vanessa. Hi, Carrie. How's it going? Great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always like to start and find out, did you consider having a Disney's fairy tale wedding? And was it hard to decide? Or did you always know you wanted to get married at home? I actually have a very vivid memory of the day that we got engaged. Um, my fiance at the time actually proposed in Disney World. And we were riding on the ferry and I looked at the wedding pavilion and I looked at him and I said, well, there's where we're not getting married. (laughs) (laughs) And at the time, it was just a lot of cost. And then actually, I found out that my grandma, when she found out that we got engaged, actually asked my parents, they're not getting married in Disney World, are they? She was so worried she was going to have to fly to Florida. (laughs) So it was um, a, a cost factor. And then also definitely, we just We had so um, much family and friends that wanted to come, and they just wouldn't have been able to make that that big trip, most of them being from California and Oregon. So we we wanted to have as many family and friends as we could, so that was the big deciding factor. But I would have loved to get married at Disney World, but instead I did a Disney-themed wedding. That's awesome. So you got married in Oroville, California. When you were choosing your venue, did you have a Disney theme in mind? Were you looking for like fairy tale style venues or was the theme incorporated in other ways? The theme was really pretty much everything else. Our big deciding factor when looking for a venue was the fact that we were we could only have our wedding in the winter time because my Um, Now husband works pretty much straight through all through the summer. So um, we wanted to keep in mind the weather, and I did not want to chance it raining on my wedding day. (laughs) So we just really, there's a lot of beautiful outdoor venues around here in Northern California, but we ultimately decided we needed something that was all indoors so that we wouldn't chance it. And as luck would have it, we had the most gorgeous day (laughs) in November that I've ever seen in California, which was great. We still got a lot of beautiful outdoor pictures, but we didn't have to worry. I didn't wake up worrying whether or not it was going to be raining outside or not. Okay, so you knew you wanted something indoors. How did you choose your venue of all the ones that were available? There actually weren't too many options when looking at our guest count. Um, We were expecting a good number of people. 
Um, so especially around here in Oroville, there weren't that many options. A lot of them were barns and that kind of thing that we were afraid we were still going to have to put heaters and things like that in. So it pretty much narrowed it down, and our, our event hall was wonderful. It was basically just an open canvas. You know, it was pretty just bare, so I could make it whatever we wanted it to be. And it has a beautiful view of Lake Oroville Dam. So we thought that was a cool feature for our out-of-town guests to be able to see the sun setting over the dam. Wow, that's great. Did you guys use the services of a local wedding planner, or did you do everything yourself? I did everything myself. Um, I'm a little bit of a control freak, so um, I didn't want to really relinquish too much control of anything. I like doing DIY projects and that sort of thing, so I just took control of it all. Wow. So tell me a bit about the Disney touches that you incorporated in your wedding. We had Disney pretty much everywhere, (laughs) I feel like. Man, we had so many. The one big thing we did was um, we did a hidden Mickey hunt at the reception. I specifically placed Mickeys in certain spots in the reception hall and um, gave all the guests clues. So they got to go around and try to figure out where all the Mickeys were and then the first three that got all the answers correctly got a prize um, including a Mickey ornament and um, that kind of thing so that was fun everything else was Disney too I had Mickeys on my shoes on my garter my husband Jared had them on his cufflinks I had my mom glue on little Mickey rhinestones on my veil um, which really nobody knew were there except for me, but it counted because I knew I had Mickey on my veil and that made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> my bridesmaids had them in their hair pieces. Um, they were on the boutonnieres in all of our bouquets. The ceremony was in a church, so I didn't want to go to scream Disney. I wanted to keep it nice and classy for the church, um, but we did still have um, Mickey flower balls that line the aisles. And then um, my friend made a Mickey out of the flower petals that were on the aisle runner. Mm -hmm. So that was a a nice subtle touch. The flower girl had a Tinkerbell charm flying over her um, basket. So that was another little subtle touch. And then I'm really big into Disney quotes, especially from Walt Disney, um, things from Walt Disney World. So... I went crazy with the quotes and the chalkboards. (laughs) They were everywhere I could find um, a spot for them. I also had our guest book was um, the little Mickey balloons. So each guest could sign a Mickey balloon that was over the um, Walt Disney World castle. So that's a nice touch that we now have in our home to remind us of our day. Oh, wow. We had programs that were like the theme park maps. So that was another way I snuck Disney into the church. They looked pretty much like the maps you get in the park. And on the backside, it had the whole map of Walt Disney World and um, kind of pointed out where Jared proposed to me and where the wedding pavilion is and where we might be going on our honeymoon. So that was another way we incorporated Disney. I really thought a lot about the music. You know, you think about Walt Disney World and how 
important the background music is to setting the theme. So I really wanted to incorporate a lot of Disney music as much as possible. The song I walked down to the aisle to was At Last I See the Light from Tangled. Hmm. And um, all of our preceding music was Disney to help get the guests in the mood. And we actually walked out to the song Ever After from Enchanted. And then during the reception, we I had them play a lot of Disney theme park music. So Tiki Room, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Wishes, all that kind of thing. And I remember that was one of the highlights of my night was I heard Wishes come on. And I actually prefer the Disneyland version just because it talks so much more about the attractions. And the one guest looked at me and she's like, oh my gosh, this is from whatever ride and I'm like yeah and we got really excited about it and I was so happy that somebody noticed that um, <laughs> I took that effort to um, incorporate the theme parks into our wedding so much so we had so many details um, our table names were all um, attraction posters oh yeah from, yeah from Disneyland and Disney World and then my dad got a little crazy with the escort cards <laughs> he um I just kind of was going to do regular escort cards to match the table names. And he's like, well, what if we did um, e-tickets, a ticket book? And I said, well, you know, I've seen that idea before, but it, it looks like it's a little labor intensive. But he took up the project and ran with it. He gave and he <laughs> went so far as to make sure that... Um, the attraction was given its proper actual ticket that it had back in the day. Ah. So if it was an A, B, C, D, E, e ticket, or if it was not around when they had ticket books, he um, made sure they had fast passes oh. because he just couldn't stand it being incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a, a mom and dad of their huge Disney fans as well. So that was a very nice touch that he did for me. In the entrance to the reception, I had a pixie dust table. So um, I had them make custom glitter with our colors in little tiny bottles. And then I made a lamp with Tinkerbell inside. Wow. So I let the guests have a little bit of pixie dust to sprinkle on them before they came into the reception. <laughs> That's great. My dad also, he is big into 3D printing. He's very talented. So he made the Main Street entrance sign that's above the archway before you go into Main Street. He made that, um, which almost made me cry when I, <laughs> I looked at it because, you know, that, that saying is so special to me and brings back so many memories of every time walking into the Magic Kingdom. So that was really nice to have in our reception. Um, and then he made glass slippers and he made a 3D uh, spaceship Earth to represent that we were going to Disney World and then we got engaged there and then he made a 3D replica of the Disney Fantasy where we wow. also went on our honeymoon. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that he sprinkled all around our cake and it was just a magical touch for that. Our cake had Mickey's all over um, which my grandma made for us which was wonderful and um, when we were first talking about cakes my husband, Jared, said, I don't want Mickey on the cake. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do Mickey on the cake. That's where I draw the line. So I said, oh, okay, I won't do Mickey on the cake. And then I showed him this design with just these teeny, tiny little Mickeys. 
in the quilt work pattern that didn't really look like Mickey's from far away. And he said, okay, we can do that. So <laughs> <laughs> I got my Mickey's on my cake in the end. We also built our own photo booth and a lot of the props were all Disney. So a lot of Disney princesses and heroes and that kind of thing. My candy bar was a Be Our Guest theme. So um, I bought the Cogsworth and Lumiere that Walt Disney World's selling right now and put them on the table with Mrs. Potts that my mom's had since I was very, very little and Chip. So they were a part of the candy bar for us. There were Mickey lanterns above the dance floor. Our toasting flutes were from Walt Disney World. The bridesmaids, uh, we made them custom uh, wine glasses with each princess on it. And the grooms um, had Disney font on their beer mugs. So there was all of that. My mom wore Mickey jewelry. My dad's cufflinks were all in Disney font. The one subtle touch that I didn't think anybody was going to get, but I, I think some people saw... I saved up um, some soap from the Disney resorts, and I put those in the bathroom for huh. people to use. <laughs> That's great. And then um, the one big touch that I was really glad everybody took advantage of, we made the I'm Celebrating buttons from the parks. We had those made with our pictures on it and the wedding date as uh, a favor for the guest, and so many of the guests ended up wearing them throughout the reception, which I was really surprised and I was so happy. It looked awesome to look out and see all these people wearing our buttons. So we had Disney pretty much everywhere that we could. So no one said it was cheesy and it, it, it turned out really, really beautifully. That's awesome. So did you get any specific feedback? I know there was the one guest who recognized the music. Was there anybody else who had specific feedback about your Disney touches? You know, overall, the the guests just were really blown away that we had done it all ourselves. They just the overall feel of the reception and the the ceremony turned out. I mean, I was even blown away when I, I walked in and I saw all the uplighting and all the, the little details, I was really shocked. So overall, um, I didn't get too many specific comments about all the Disney stuff, but everybody said they that was one of the most fun weddings they have ever been to. So I was really pleased that everybody enjoyed themselves. That's wonderful. When you were planning, what were the most and least important aspects where you either focused your time and your budget or you saved time or you saved money? Most important for us, definitely one thing was the photography, videography, and the DJ. We know that all those people can make or break your wedding. So we were very um, specific in choosing those people. My dad actually flew in one of his photographer friends from Atlanta to take our pictures, and she did an awesome job. Our videographers were wonderful, and our DJ just... He kept everybody going, and he was not overly bearing, but he totally got everything running on time. And so we knew we wanted to spend um, a good portion of our budget on those items because they were so important to us. And then also, for me, when I was planning it, I was just, I was really focused on the details of it being Disney. When people started asking me, or assuming I was having a Disney wedding just because I've been so Disney obsessed my whole life. 
I knew that I needed to I needed to do it right. I needed to do it like the theme parks and I needed to pay attention to the details and you know not just throw Mickey's everywhere. So it was important for me to to do the little small Disney details right and then um also just we were really concerned about everybody having fun. We didn't want our guests to be bored. I love going to weddings, but I've been to so many where I just Within the first hour of the reception, I'm like, okay, can we get dancing already? You know, because I'm ready to have some fun. So I didn't want them sitting there waiting for us for our pictures and and things like that, waiting for us to cut the cake. And I didn't want them to be bored. So uh, we were really concerned on making sure that they had plenty to do, plenty to look at, and that they wouldn't just be sitting there waiting for us to do our thing. So um, the the least important, honestly, where we were trying to save um, a little bit was the food. And I know a lot of people are, are really concerned with the food, but Jared and my feelings were that, um, you know, it, it's one meal of their life. They may not remember it 15 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't want it to be horrible. You know, we, we did want it to be good food. And actually, um, we had a little stress about that right before the wedding. Um, the person that was supposed to cater it um actually ended up not being able to so (laughs) yeah three weeks before the wedding we actually found a caterer thank goodness and they they gave us a great deal for having so much trouble with the other one and we actually I think ended up with better food than we would have and the meal was delicious and actually everybody loved the food so that was good but that was not our main concern when we were planning interesting okay what ended up being your favorite memory of the day Man, it's hard to pick one of those. All the little moments with Jared, to me, were so special, and I'll never forget those. But there's also two other very specific moments in time that um, stand out to me. One was with, we had two cars um, that we were in before we pulled up to the church. And I just remember I was I was so sick to my stomach. I felt um just so nervous, not to mar- nervous to marry Jared. You know, of course, I was so excited to marry him. I couldn't wait. But just the whole pressure of the day got to me right before we stepped into the church. And I just was so overwhelmed. And, you know, my girls were so supportive of me. They were so excited that we were getting married. And I just remember sitting in that car and looking at all these girls that were supporting us and just thinking how lucky I was that I had, you know, all them there and how much they loved both of us and how how happy they were for us. It wasn't just me and Jared that were happy. It was them, which really in that moment just blew me away. Hmm. And then the other really special moment to me was my dad's speech. I had actually asked him if he was going to do a speech because I – I'm an only child, and of course, Daddy's a little girl, so I I kind of wondered if he wanted to give a speech. I figured he'd probably, you know, fall apart. Mm. <laughs> so um, he's a wonderful public speaker, but I thought maybe he didn't. But he he said he did, and he gave a wonderful speech. He held it together. Um, but in his speech, he told the story of the night that Jared came to ask my parents' permission to propose to me, and. I had not really heard that whole entire conversation of what went on that night. I just kind of knew that I had called Jared while he was trying to ask, and I asked him where he was, and he couldn't tell me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But my dad actually told me, you know, 
how excited they were and my mom couldn't say yes fast enough. And in that moment, it kind of validated how much they loved Jared and how happy they were for us. Of course, I, I knew that, um, but, you know, they aren't always as outwardly as excited as maybe my grandparents or things like that. So it, it was a really special moment to me just because I hadn't heard that whole story of that night. And um, that's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, did anything go wrong on the wedding day or just not turn out like you expected? Actually, the <laughs> I remember at the end of the night, Jared and I looking at each other and saying, I don't think anything went wrong. <laughs> if it did, we didn't really know about it. Um, That's great. Yeah, it went really, really well. We had we did have a little snafu with the um, iPad not working at first in the reception for our photo booth. But after dinner, I went and we fixed it, and, and it turned out great. And it was one of the, you know, it got used so much. It was definitely a wonderful thing to have. It was really just, like I said, the few weeks before, we got into some issues with the reception vendor and like I said the whole food and charging different prices for different items than he, what he had originally said and then uh, the week of the wedding we had ordered flowers from online to make the bouquets and my grandma calls me up and she said your flowers got here they're beautiful they're green and I said they're what they were supposed to be ivory roses <gasps> And I, I thought, you know what, um, I'll just look at them. I'm not going to freak out yet. And lucky for me, my colors were green and purple. So I actually went and looked at them, and they were beautiful. They were uh, more than I could have even asked for. Um, but still, my, my mom wrote an email to the company saying, you know, you sent us all these green roses. It's not what we ordered. It was okay. They proceeded to have the local flower shop make us more ivory roses. So we ended up getting the green roses and the ivory roses. So we had even more floral than we were anticipating. So that was a mess up that actually turned out to be better than we were expecting. So That's great. That's wonderful when that happens. Yes. <laughs> was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? It all kind of seemed like a big deal to me, um, being the control freak that I am. And looking back, I still think it, it was all a big deal. There wasn't a whole lot that I think I would take back and say, oh, I shouldn't have worried you know, so much about this because my, my um, focus on the wedding so much, I think, is part of the reason that everything went so smoothly and it turned out. But... I think the thing that one of the things I was most worried about was just getting it all done and and who would do it, especially the day of without having a wedding planner. It just seemed like we were going to need an army of people, which we did. Mm. <laughs> and luckily we had. I mean, we have amazing friends and family that without them, this wedding could not have, have gone on. But I found out that you know, I, I, I mean, I wanted to plan it out. I wanted to say, Joe's going to take this there at this time, and you're going to take this there. But I found out that it really, it just worked itself out. And friends and family just, just stepped up and asked, you know, what can we do? What can we help with? So me worrying so much about 
it all getting done was really something I probably, looking back, I, I could have relaxed a lot more about. Interesting. Okay. Do you have any tips or advice for future brides and grooms who want to incorporate Disney into their at-home weddings, especially if they're worried that people think it's like a birthday party or something? <laughs> so that was one of my, my biggest fears, actually. You know, having a Disney wedding that's not at a Disney theme park, I thought, oh, man, people are really going to think this is cheesy. You know, I got to dial it back. And when I first started planning, you know, I I would think, oh, I could do this, Disney. And then I'd say, no, 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 I can't, I can't do this too much. And then the more and more I started talking to people, they actually expected a Disney wedding out of me hmm. because of my, you know, history of loving Disney so much and us getting engaged at Disney World. And so... You know, I thought, and the more I thought about it, the more podcasts I listened to, the more I started planning about going to Disney World on our honeymoon. I said, you know what? I love Disney World. Jared loves Disney World. This should not be something that I'm ashamed of. This is our wedding. So I took all those details that I wanted to do, and we did them because I, you know, this is your wedding, and if you love Disney, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. And nobody in the end thought it was cheesy or childish, um, they all loved it. So that would be my biggest advice is just, if you love Disney, go for it. That's great. Yeah. Do you have any honeymoon tips for Disney honeymooners? Well, we were blessed. We went on a wonderful um, Disney honeymoon as well. Um, We went on the fantasy first seven days, and then we went to Disney World for a week after. So we had a nice long time on our Disney honeymoon um, one thing I think was actually really nice um, was we took a few days um, after the wedding before we left. And that to me was was really relaxing because I had a few days to wrap things up, to get things packed, to get things back in place before we left. Things that I think I would have worried about if we had just left straight. So if, if you can do that and if that's something you want to think about, I think that's um, that can be helpful. Also, I was a little worried because I've pretty much always gone to Disney with my parents or, you know, or friends or whatever. And I thought, you know, this is the first time I'm going to go and it's just going to be the two of us and no kids. And I'm going to kind of have to know what we're doing. (laughs) There's nobody else that knows Disney besides me, you know. Jared's been a couple times, but not nearly as many times as we have. So I was a little worried that, you know, just the two of us as two adults, it would be different. And I was a little just scared about how the experience would be different in the parks and on the cruise ship. And it turned out it was so much fun (laughs) with just the two of us. Um, We could go anywhere we wanted, eat anything we wanted. You know, we didn't have to worry about anybody else, and um, it was fun. And even without kids, you know, Disney is so much fun, with <laughs> even without children. Um, and then, you know, going there right after our wedding and then thinking about, you know, we do eventually want children, and just watching all the kids um, play and enjoy themselves was just a nice little look into hopefully um, the next step for us. So we had a lot of fun. That's wonderful. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? 
Yes, so I do have some photos on um, mywedding.com forward slash Kinney's in love. And then I have an email address on there also if anybody wants to contact me with um, any questions about planning an at-home Disney wedding. Well, Vanessa, this is great stuff. I really appreciate your taking the time to chat and share tips for adding Disney touches and having a Disney honeymoon. So I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you very much for having me on. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.